nothing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up, get up. Hi, welcome into a Friday radio program. Puck and uh, Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt. What is up? Is here filling for the gas band because the uh, the gas band's drunk, blacked out in Indianapolis for the Indy 500. As you know, it is a special Memorial Day Friday show. It is a Georgetown beer a Friday show. It is a is Puck a schmuck Friday show, but we're going to rename that today. Is Blunt Smoking? I'm good with that. Friday, he'll that. play the role of me coming up later. We'll give away fabulous gift cards, and then also it is a People's Court Friday. Really, we've renamed this whole entire show just something after Friday. You well, want to well, call it well, something else, not? Terry? Go no, ahead. I'm good with that. Hey, a, I understand we even have uh, barbecue. Oh, this is the. This, oh my gosh, a Texas! You got the right guy here today. This is actually Texas guy for barbecue. Come yeah, on, yeah, this is actually perfect. I didn't even think about this until I, I had this idea yesterday that you were going to be sitting in. We, we, <laughs> We thank you for sitting in. We hope we awesome. hope here. You have a blossoming career here at KJR. Oh. You're a star. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I but, hope uh, we don't ruin you here the next three hours. <laughs> I tend to do that to a lot of people. This is why Furness won't work with me anymore. This is why Chuck said I need to work with somebody else. It doesn't matter who it is. My God, find me somebody else. It's uh, it's eventually what we'll find Cliff Avril looking for a new co-host. It's oh funny. well, you know, it, it's hey, whatever. I get it's it. It's all fun. It's all in fun. But I know, no, I love it. I know my weaknesses, section. Terry. Hey, I know hey, my weaknesses. I'm all for. I'm all. I'm all in. So I'm I was thinking, on, we need. This is the official kickoff to summer this weekend, right? Right. This is the when you start if you haven't already, but I'm sure many grill. people. Yeah, you get on the grill, and you start you 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 clean the grill. You get that thing up and ready. And I was thinking yesterday. Well, we need an expert to come in studio to tell us all the tips, suggestions, ideas, the tricks of the trade about barbecuing. Exactly. There's no one better in this city, no one better at all in this city, uh, than Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. And if anyone has not been to Jack, if you like barbecue and you haven't been to Jack's Barbecue down there near Georgetown, um, it's on Airport Way. Gotta go. Uh, you're doing it wrong. You gotta go. Jack is uh, born and raised Central Texas. So he brings that Perfect. Texas barbecue to Seattle, which again, I mean, we're not known for our barbecue here. Well, obviously, listen, uh, I, you know, I grew up with this is one of my favorite memories of childhood. This is your deal. This, this is my, right in your wheelhouse. My favorite Terry. memories of childhood is my dad in the backyard oh. in his t-shirt that didn't fit over his big belly, <laughs> in his Bermuda sh- th- fourteen-color yeah. Bermuda shorts, black socks, oh. and white boat shoes. Out there barbecuing with a cigarette in his mouth. Uh, oh, that's, you know. That's what kind Texas. of beer? What is it? Lone Star? No, oh, what's Pearl the was his Pearl. favorite beer. Pearl beer Pearl was a beer. famous Texas beer back in the okay. day. Yeah. I don't even know if they still make Pearl, but okay. yeah, it was Pearl. Okay. All right. Well, so we're going to have uh, Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. He's going to be in studio uh, in the 11 o'clock hour. He's going to spend about a good 40 minutes with us. We're going to talk barbecue. We'll talk a little sports with him. But really, we're just going to, if you are a, uh, a barbecuing expert or a novice, if you have questions for Jack, we'll open up the phone lines. You can ask Jack a question. You can uh, fire off text, tweets, whatever you want. Perfect. Ask him how to make the perfect. Now, being from Central Texas, he specializes, of course, 
and brisket. Well, bri- that is the just, Texas true, barbecue is brisket, right? That is true barbecue. Look, my uh, my son lives in North Carolina now. When he got married, married a Ooh. wonderful woman from North Carolina. So and when they had in their this wedding, is like sharks in the jet at their scary. wedding, they had two different serving lines: one for North Carolina barbecue <laughs> and one for Texas barbecue. One is sacrilege. One is not. You well, don't put coleslaw on meat, okay? Well, what about if it's pulled pork? Is that okay? Well, first of all, pulled pork, you shouldn't even have pulled pork. Okay? <laughs> you don't that's like, like pulled pork. That's like eating longhorn meat. You, you just don't do that. Okay? <laughs> this is what I love. So, this no, is brisket is real barbecue. Well, I love brisket. And, and it's simple. It's just salt and pepper. There you go. You, can't, you don't have to overdo it. Slow folks. cook it. Slow oh. cook it, salt and pepper. So Jack uh, Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue uh, will join us in the 11 o'clock hour. Tony Softly also in the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, we uh, we renamed it instead of it is Puck a Schmuck. We'll do that at noon. Is Blunt smoking? Uh, Terry's going to read off five questions. You have to tell us if he's uh, telling the truth or is he smoking. And we'll do that at 12 o'clock. People's Court also at uh, 1220. Then we will we will get on out of here, man. We will run as fast as we can <laughs> to our cars and get out of town. I'm sure the traffic's bad already. I you know I'm leaving at one o'clock to to go camping. It's going to be a five seventeen hour drive. Well, see, but, you're killing me, and I'll be here tomorrow. And so you're you working go. tomorrow, <laughs> eleven you to one thirty. Eleven you're to one thirty. If yeah. I had to, if it was my choice, I would not be going out of town. But it's well, not my choice. It was uh, voted on by the family. I was overruled. That's fine. I love the camp. I just don't like camping this weekend. Well, I got this it. is the so weekend. Crowded. I hate yeah, camping. So crowded. But whatever they It'll decided, you'll have a good time. They wanted to go. It's like going out on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I'm not going out uh, on St. Patrick's Day. No, no, we we have long or since Cinco given up de Mayo. On that. Exactly, because the amateurs yeah. come out. Right. See, camping this weekend, it's amateur hour. It's terrible. Yeah, so, but it's like that fun. picture I tweeted out. That's what. That, that's what Memorial Day camping looks like. Is what I tweeted out. That's <laughs> exactly what you'll see. This what it weekend. looks like. Yeah, that looks like actually that looks like the infield at the Indy 500 this week. Yeah, so. that looks like that. Yeah. That's probably right. gas right now. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> right. uh, our daily poll question uh, is up right now, and, and really, this is the number one topic, and it's the concern of many in town. In fact, uh, Jenny Durkin's going to have a press conference soon about this. How do we fix? Felix Hernandez first inning problems. How do we do it? Oh my goodness. You got four selections right now. You can vote Jason Puck at 20. Even though gas is out, we still do our daily poll question. And this will fig- factor into our people's court later today too. So how do we fix Felix Hernandez's problems because he's got problems, Terry? Oh, there's this he I, has got anything major like problems. It. Yeah, the the man has just uh, got the kryptonite in the first inning. He hates the first inning. I don't know what the deal is. Okay, yeah. I hate ketchup on hot dogs. I don't know what you hate, Terry, but <laughs> oh, that, he hates the first inning. That is another Texas what do you sacrilege, hate? by the way. Yeah, of course. Ketchup on hot dogs. Oh, you don't do you. that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh he has a 12.27 ERA in the first inning this season. Is in, that good? In 31-5 the last two games. 31-5 the last two games, 14 runs in 11 innings this year. By far and away, not ERA-wise, but in terms of on-base, like it's the most walk in his career. Most walks he's ever given up in an inning is in the first inning. His highest on-base percentage in his career is in the first inning. He just First inning, for whatever reason, has been a bugaboo for Felix Hernandez. It's just not working. So how do we fix Felix's first inning problems? We have four choices for you. These are all very serious. So, And we beg you, <laughs> please... You know, the sanctity here of the daily poll asks you to be very serious about this, okay? Uh, do we, okay, option one, pitch as Larry Bernandez in the first inning. Just come out as Larry Bernandez in the first inning. We'll can't see. Can't be worse. That, can't be worse. Uh, option number two would be ask Mr. Unlimited for advice. 
Oh, I like that one. And I think we're going to hear from Mr. Unlimited later today, correct? Yes, we are. Yeah, he has explained, our quarterback has explained uh, the 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 alter ego, Mr. Unlimited. I can't wait to hear that. I haven't heard it. Uh, option three, special assistant to the chairman, Ichiro, catches his next bullpen. Well, I'm all for that. How about that? Wouldn't that be perfect? He can do it. He just can't be on the dugout. Yeah. yeah there's no he's rule in full, against it. He, and Terry, he's in full uniform. Right. I'm, I, I think that's perfect. Might as well break a sweat. Oh, why not? You know, get, what they, get him out there and you know let him uh, critique Felix in the bullpen. <laughs> They've always said this about Ichiro: he can hit a home run anytime he wants. He can also catch a perfect game anytime he wants. <laughs> People don't know that about Ichiro. It's an amazing quality he has. And then option number four: we find the eagle that landed on James Paxton's shoulder. We take that eagle. We put the eagle on Felix's shoulder for the first inning. So yeah. those are your four options right now. Jason Puckett twenty on Twitter. Uh, you can vote right now. I can give you if you'd like. Uh, an early result. It's been great voting so far. Great turnout. People are getting out to the polls right now. Thirty-two uh, percent want him to pitch as Larry Bernandez in the first inning. Twenty-nine percent say uh, have the eagle on his shoulder in the first. Twenty-seven. This was not getting a lot of votes. Look now how is close. Yeah, twenty-seven percent say ask Mister Unlimited for advice, and then twelve percent uh, say uh, special assistant to the chairman Ichiro catches his next bullpen. Well, you know, Great voting. That is unbelievably close. There, is. That's uh, that could go. Uh, you know, there's three different real yeah. options there. Uh, but it is maddening. It's one of those things in sports where, <laughs> and I think he even talked about it because he it's did. it's the first inning. He gave up four runs yesterday, and then after that, he's. He's, he's un- perfect. He's unhittable. What did he retire? 16 of the next 17 guys, yeah. and they were great. Yeah. He's 060 in the last two starts uh, after the first inning. Yeah. Uh, it's just the weirdest thing. I mean, what do you do? He talked about he's going to maybe throw the last 10 pitches in the bullpen like it was like he was in the game. I, I don't know. I wonder if it's one of those things you just have to trick yourself. Like it's, it's, I would assume it's more psychological than anything. He just has to trick himself into – to making the first inning a bigger deal, well, I, I have no something. Idea. Of course, there's now you know nowadays there's all the talk of well, do you just start a reliever in the first inning and bring him in in the second How inning? How about Nicasio gets the first yeah. inning? Yeah, you know he I'm can't not, pitch in the eighth. Somebody, Passos maybe, or you know Passos <laughs> maybe, or or Vincent, I don't know. But and if people say, well, it's still going to be Felix's first inning whenever he comes in, but he's not facing the first inning hitters. Yeah. That's the difference. Instead of facing one, two, three, four, he might be facing facing five, six, seven. Right. So, you know, maybe that helps. I don't know. But I just think it's so ingrained in him right now and it's it's just one of those things. I mean, you just athletes it I don't care what sport it is. They a lot of these guys just have a bugaboo. Yeah. W- whatever it is, you know, a golfer, man, I can't hit this certain type of shot. Oh, I don't like a I don't like a putt from this distance, so I'm never good at it, but I can do everything. Right. You know, it's like it's like Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth is one of the greatest golfers in the world right now. The guy c- cannot drive the golf ball. And he's so good. I mean, he literally cannot keep it in the fairway. It's all over the place. Well, and like an NBA player who can't shoot from the free throw line. Yeah, you know, just perfect. absolutely can't shoot from the free throw line. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kind of weird stuff like that. You know, in this case, I just think uh, here's a guy who's been a great pitcher for so many years. There has to be a way for him to figure this out and overcome it. And, you, you know, I, they're going to need him to overcome it if Hypnosis. they're going to stay in the hunt. Hypnosis. That's what I think. I think that's the next step for Mel Stoudemire. Hypnosis, whatever. But vote on our poll right now. Jason Puckett, 20, our daily poll. How do you fix Felix's first inning problems? Have him pitch as Larry Bernandez in the first inning. Ask Mr. Unlimited for advice. Special assistant to the chairman, Ichiro, catches his next bullpen. Or we place an eagle on his shoulder in the first inning. 
I'm pretty sure last night in watching the game and reading about it that Scott Service decided to start his Memorial Day weekend early. We'll discuss that next. (laughs) Back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. All right, Puck and uh, Terry Blunt back with you. Terry uh, sitting in here, chopping it up here with us as the Gas Man is in Indianapolis uh, for the Indy 500. He's not even going to be back until Wednesday. We got Chris Egan going to be sitting in the chair on, on Tuesday after we have a long Memorial Day weekend. Uh, you can vote on our poll, Jason Puckett 20 on Twitter. A daily poll question, how do we fix Felix's first inning problems? Have him pitch as Larry Bernandez in the first. Ask Mr. Unlimited to help him out. We're going to hear from Mr. Unlimited later in the show. Uh, special assistant Ichiro catches his next bullpen. And then finally, place an eagle on his shoulder uh, there in the first inning. Let's see if that uh, turns it around. Uh, quick uh, news, because uh, Terry, he believed if you cut him open, Ralph <laughs> Sampson would pour out of him. Oh, that definitely He'd pour out of him. <laughs> And, not uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah, I love Ralph Sampson. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the big news that Chris Paul out game six uh, in the Western Conference Finals, strained hamstring. I don't know. It looked bad. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to see him game seven, which is Monday. And that's the big one. I mean, I think most people expect the Warriors to win at home in game yeah. six, but if Paul can't play in game seven ah, in Houston, that's, that's, that's terrible, tough. man. I, I want. It is weird in sports, and, and this is the first time, and we're going to get to, to Scott's service here in a second, because I'm pretty sure he left on vacation yesterday. Oh, he left, yeah. he left town. He's, he's out. Yeah, he went someplace <laughs> else instead of managing the team. Um, it's the first time in my life here in the last few years since the Sonics have left that I've been in this position where I've adopted another team. Right. Had it's a, like adopting a kid. Like, I've always had wondered. a favorite, yeah. I always wondered this. If I I have two beautiful children, it's great. I'm glad. I'm so happy that they are they are they are healthy and happy, and they they only talk back uh, in the evening, not so much in the morning. <laughs> I always wondered if I adopted a child, would I love the child as much as I would right. love my own, my right. blood? And uh, and I think I you know I don't ever know that I'm not going to adopt. Well, I don't think I'm going to adopt, but I've adopted a basketball team here in Golden State, and I've and it it, ha- it started when they when they drafted Clay Thompson out of, out of Wazoo. Right. Like, all right, we don't, I don't have a team. Sonics are gone. So I'm going to, I want to find somebody to root for. Clay gets drafted by them. Like, well, that's natural. I love Clay Thompson. Sure. I'll start watching them. They're fun. They're exciting. Him and Steph Curry. And it's a great brand of basketball. It's what I like to watch. And then over the years, they've, you know, they got better and better and better. Now they're, you know, the best team, one of the best teams in the defending world champions. But I find, it's weird that I find myself <laughs> and it's a sickness, and it's and it's and it's it's funny how this has developed. And I wonder if if you've ever experienced this, anybody else, that I now the feelings I get, it's not to the level of the Seahawks or the Mariners or the Cougars, but where like I'm biting my fingernails in a game, and like I'm yelling right. at the TV like that's my team, <laughs> and it's not my team. And yeah, I didn't grow that. up watching Golden State. In fact, yeah. as a Sonics fan, I hated that team. Although I did like run TMC. That was well, that, Mitch Richmond and Hardaway and Chris Mullen. I did actually love that team. But it is weird that not being a team I grew up with, but having adopted it, and I'm I'm yelling at my TV, I'm yelling at Harden and his stupid where he gets fouled and he does his head, you know, the right, he knocks head his back. head back and yeah. he gets you know, he gets called for a foul, and I'm screaming at Eric Gordon his set shot three pointer that it goes in every time. 
I think we've all done that. I think we've all reached a point where there's a team that wasn't a team we grew up with where, for whatever reason, it's captured our heart, and we want that team to win. You know, it's there's different reasons for different people. I mean, obviously, most usually that happens is people are just rooting for the underdog, the team that no one expects to win. Yeah. But there's other reasons, too, like in your case with Clay Thompson going there and all that. And look, that's a... That's a fun team to root for. It's a glamour team with Curry and with Durant and you know everything they have going for them and and you know being in in the Bay Area and it, they're just a fun team. So I, I get that, but yeah, for for whatever reason, there will be teams that will capture a sports fan that has nothing to do with where they live or nothing even to yeah. do with what college they root for sometimes That's weird. it just catches your attention and you you care about them and all of a sudden it's they're your well, team it's, it, you know and it's one thing it's because we always make fun of people and we will again this summer when the red sox come to town you know uh you know uh, susan in bothell loves the red sox and loves when they when they finally came back and won the world series and that year she became a right. huge red sox fan so she'll be sure in her pink red sox hat when they come to town <laughs> and will be a lifelong red sox fan but really only started watching when they won the world series it wasn't like I started watching them when they when they won a championship. I the listen, I am a huge NBA fan, so that void was gone. I needed to fill that void. And he was a guy that just graduated from my school. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna follow him. I'm gonna follow his career. And then and they weren't great. I mean, they were a good team. They were okay. You know, that was Mark Jackson, you yeah. know, was coaching those guys. And they were a good team, and then they just progressively got better. But well, it is weird example. how much I've become like a fan I've become huge. to the point where I'm just you know, my wife's got a friend over there talking. I'm yelling at them. I'm like, can you please be quiet? Like, I'm watching the game. <laughs> I want you to see this. Go someplace yeah. else. <laughs> go watch the other room. It's I'll awful. give you an example for me. When I was a kid, I was became a huge New York Jets fan okay. for several reasons. Number one is they were in the NFL, and Houston was an NFL, AFL city, and okay. we were they were all AFL was always looked down upon by NFL teams, NFL cities, and so when Joe Namath came to the AFL. At that time, when I was just starting my teenage years, he was the cool anti-establishment guy, long hair, white shoes, all that kind of stuff that was, he was hip and trendy and fun. And so every boy that was beginning his teenage years just wanted to be like Joe Namath. Right. You know, so that and the fact that he took the team to the first Super Bowl to beat an NFL team when they were gigantic underdogs. And that was like, I think that was one of the happiest days of my childhood <laughs> when they beat the Baltimore Colts and all of a sudden gave respectability to the AFL. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a reason right there where I have no – there's never been any other team from New York that I cared about or wanted to win. Yeah, it's just weird. I, I just have never – I've never experienced this before. And, you know, I, when the Sonics come back – when we get the NBA back, then I will go sure, back to not liking them again, and, <laughs> and I'll start liking the Sonics again. But it's just it's just an odd experience for me. I never thought that I would invest this much passion in a team that was that I didn't grow up watching. So are you going to go to the preseason game in September? You know what? That's interesting because initially I, w- I wasn't going to go because no. I was so when that story broke, I was so upset at so many different parties. Yeah, angry. One, the league to the city and anyone associated with Key Arena because as as it was initially sold to us is that it was Sacramento. Right. Because when the story broke, it was, hey, Sacramento. We didn't even know the other team, yeah. Sacramento's going to have a preseason game here. And I'm like, how idiotic and tone deaf can you be as a city (laughs) and a league to put that, have a preseason game hosted by that team in the city when Mm -hmm. that team should be here? Sure. And then 
then when it came out, no, this is going to be Golden State's game. Then I kind of I softened to it, and then I realized, you know what? Um, it's a stupid stance for me. I'm going to boycott this game. Well, why? Why am I going to boycott the game? And I I will say this: I don't think we need that game. We don't need that game to prove to anyone no. in a, in the world, anyone with the NBA, that we can support the NBA. But we'll go back to yesterday's conversation we had. Is that I, you know describing fun? It, it will be a fun night, yeah. and that place will be packed. And it will be nice to see a guy like Kevin Durant, who started his career here, who has always spoke so glowingly about this city. Loves this city. To go see Clay Thompson. They'll play five, six, seven minutes, whatever it is. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be fun. And That's I get the last that sentiment. Okay. I totally get that So sentiment. I'm going to go to answer yeah, And I, I am going to go also just for the fact that I think it's the right thing to do. And I get totally get the sentiment and the, the bitterness. I, I understand that totally. But I'll be there because it can't hurt. It can't hurt. And I agree that. The people in Seattle have nothing to prove about their yeah. support of the NBA. But it can't hurt if that sure. place is full and there's people with Sonic shirts out there. Oh, no, you're right. And, you know, it's a good thing. Hey, uh, you're exactly right. If, if, if that place, and it will be packed of 17,000 people, and everyone's in green and gold, and everyone, there's a chant. I'm sure there'll be a chant going on of, of, course. of bring back the Sonics or whatever they're going to come up with. Yeah, does it, it certainly is not going to hurt their chances. Adam Silver's not going to look at that and go, well, you know what? I mean, that's just. Screw them. We're going right. to Mexico City and we're going to Kansas City. Let's go, boys. Yeah. So, cares. yeah, it obviously won't hurt. All right. So, uh, there's a, a play last night in the game. And, uh, and I don't know how you feel being a lifelong baseball fan. <laughs> thing with managers are, are weird. Like, if we, we could only have one, Softy plays a great game. You can only have one. Yep. Would you rather have a good manager or a good general manager? I would think 99% of fans would say, I, I want a good general manager. Yeah, the guy because that puts you, together no matter the team. how good your manager is, if you don't have the players in place, right. it's not going to matter. So, so Scott Service made an interesting choice, a decision last night during the game. We we were joking. I think he decided I'd like to get I'd like to get started early on on uh, on Memorial Day weekend <laughs> and uh, in this game because you got to help me figure this out. So the eighth inning yesterday. We've described how Felix got shelled in the first inning. Gives up four runs. After that, he settles down. He's good to go. He's fine. So uh, they're in the eighth inning. They're clawing them. They're clawing back. It's four two. Seager hits a double. Uh, this is after Hanniger damn near hit into the tri- triple play. Right. Okay. But he hits into a double play. So he's he's safe. He's on. Uh, Seager hits a double to right, which Hanniger scores from third base. Uh, Cruz had Cruz had been on early. He had a single, so Cruz right. is on first base, and he limps into third. Now that ball is hit to deep right. I'm thinking if there's anyone over there who can actually run, <laughs> that guy's going to score, and we're going to have a tie ball game. Yeah. And the what I don't get from Scott Service is one his answer afterwards, and then the decision. What's the point of having a bench? And it's not a big bench. You got you got Beckham and Andreoli were your choices. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, definitely a very thin right. bench, but, but it's this is this is the game. This is the point where managers we we don't think the ma- you know managers not that they don't do much on the field game day decisions. I think they're more like psychologists. You know, yeah, they're helping them yeah. with a lock. You know, in the clubhouse and things like that. But this is your moment. This is why you have a bench. You've told Nelson Cruz not to run. You've told them to take it easy on the base pass. You have this 27-year-old who who made his debut the other night. He's sitting on the bench. Cruz gets that single. The first move should have been to pull Cruz out of the game and pinch hit him with with Andreoli. I I just 
And, and I agree. it's one play, one game, but Here, here's, something like that. Here's my, what I've learned over the years, all the years I covered baseball, is if, when you have a 162-game season, there are going to be times when the very best of the best of managers yeah. makes a decision that's just what in the world oh, sure. is he we, thinking? We all do that, right? What in the world? So I give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there because there's it's such a long season. There's so many things that happen in the course of a game where you say, gee, I should have gone back and done that. But it seemed like an obvious move to yeah. put in somebody that could run better. I just I just understand it. I understand that when you have such a long season and there's so many of those little decisions that you make or don't make, there'll be a point where maybe you wish you'd done something else. Where I see the what should have happened there, why doesn't Acta go to him and say, "Hey, maybe we should uh maybe we should pinch run." I don't know, maybe he did. I mean, I guess yeah. that would we'll never know. I mean, maybe Manny yeah. Acta did but say it, something that, to him. That to they, me is the role yeah. of the bench coach sure. is that Look, sometimes the manager yeah. will miss something, and maybe you should say, "Hey, should we do this?" You got a lot of things. You're thinking about a lot of stuff. You got a lot of oh, stuff yeah. on your mind. But yeah, that that would be the rule. I mean, and maybe Mandy did say something to him, and then Scott was just like, "Ah, now I'm going to do a hard pass. Let's move on." But I don't know. That was just mm-hmm. one of those you know small little plays in that game yesterday. And I and I, you know, I can dance a little bit with what we you'd like them later if yeah. you tie it up. But I mean, you got. You have to tie it up first. I don't think you can play that way. You know, you have to tie up the game first. And and I'm not saying whoever, if it's Andreoli or if it's it's Beckham over there, you know, if they pinch runs for him, I'm not saying that they, with a hundred percent, that they score. But they help. They sure a better chance. Of course, they have a way better chance. It is a different game now than you know back in the day when you only had ten pitchers and fifteen field players. It was much easier to make substitutions like that. Now, so many of these teams have thirteen pitchers. And twelve field players, you're you're really going to run out of field players quick. And in their case, they've got a guy up there that one of their guys that's coming off the bench now can't run at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know it's it's a tough decision. It is but, kind of the thing that that it, when you look at this team and and listen, this is because they have a bunch of injuries. But yeah, it's the one thing with this team right now is you know they have they definitely have warts like every other team is. But one of their warts is is that they just they're not deep and we're really on their bench right now. They don't have. You know, a super fast, athletic guy that they can throw in there. You know, no. Roman wasn't available to them yesterday, obviously because he was playing. But they just don't, and he doesn't necessarily. Well, fit and that the other role. thing you can do there that teams do occasionally is you put in your best athlete running pitcher. You know, to sure. come in and run there. Who would that be? Who would be the best? You know, that's run? a good question. I don't know if they have one. <laughs> Paxton, I think Paxton. You run Paxton out there? No. Uh, no. Who would you use? No. It, it, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, I don't know that they have one. You really. don't have much though, Terry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of those things. I mean, they lose yesterday four to three, so they don't get the sweep. But they come home. They're twenty nine and twenty. It's a great start to the season. Uh, obviously, now they have a ten game home stand. Uh, they end up going what uh, three against Minnesota, four against Texas, three against Tampa Bay. So here's another opportunity for them in this next in this ten game home stand. And I hate schedule like uh, predictions because when you think something's going to happen in any sport, but oh, especially yeah. baseball, well, I mean, come on, they should go like seven and three, eight and two in this ten game home stand. Then you know yeah. they go, you know, they're going to go four and six or something. But they have a real good opportunity again before June hits. When they June does, tough teams. yeah, they can really fatten up because June is just a nightmare of a schedule for them. It's tough, you know. I they certainly should. It'd be great if they won seven, win seven and three in that. At this point, with all the injuries they have, with all the people out they have, with the situation they have, 
if they just if they just went six and four, I'd still be pretty happy with that. Yeah, you know, even though these yeah, aren't sure. good teams, yeah. I'd still be pretty happy as long as they continue to win more games than they lose through this stretch without Cano. Then they're probably beating the curve. If they get in the the games, and we were talking about this a few weeks ago, if they can stay, they can stay about five hundred for the amount of. And right now they're what seven and three they're over, yeah, they're yeah, seven, seven and three, three with with Cano being out. They can stay five hundred. Then they're perfect because that again that's going to put them at you know nine games over yeah. five hundred and that's going to be that is obviously going to put them right in the thick of the playoff race oh, certainly in the definitely. wild card and right now I mean I don't I don't think anybody in this town feels like they're really going to challenge Houston for the AL West even though standings wise they're right there with them uh, but yeah if they get through this stretch at five hundred they yeah. got a great shot at one of those wild card spots they do and the way it's looking like and it's, obviously there's a long way to go but it looks like there's only really going to be one wild card spot to get because it pretty much looks like whoever right. doesn't win the division between the Yankees right. and the Red Sox True. is going to get the other one so you're playing for one spot pretty much and if you can do that then you've got a real shot because that central division is awful Oh, oh my, my God! Gosh. It's brutally bad. Yeah. So you you've got a shot. You got a real shot at it. Uh, how do you fix Felix's first inning problems? You can still vote right now on our daily poll question. It's up there. Uh, your options: pitches layer Bernandez, Ichiro catches uh, Felix coming out of the bullpen. Uh, they can ask a uh, Mister Unlimited, uh, Russell Wilson for advice, or James Paxson. I mean, he's been lights out since the eagle landed on his shoulder. Correct. Exactly. Maybe we get an eagle on Felix's shoulder. Uh, they're in the first inning of play. Right now, 35% say they want uh, Felix to come out and pitch as Larry Bernandez. 27% say an eagle on the shoulder in the first inning. 25% uh, ask Mr. Unlimited. 13%, it's making a charge now. Ichiro catches oh, wow. his bullpen. Uh, speaking of uh, Mr. Unlimited, he talked yesterday and explained the new alter ego. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Puck and uh, Blunt back here with you. Uh, Terry Blunt sitting in here for the Gas Man today. We will have his Puck a schmuck, but we're, of course, renaming it today. Is Blunt smoking? And we'll Perfect. do Yeah, we'll do that at uh, 1220. No. What are we doing? Did I? I can't remember what we're doing. That. No, we're doing that at 12. Yes. 1220. Of course, as you know, it's a People's Court Friday. Is a Puck and Schmuck Friday. It's a Georgetown Beer Friday as well, uh, and it's an all-around. It's a Memorial Day Friday. Uh, Jack Timmons again of Jack's Barbecue, the owner, creator of Jack's Barbecue down Airport Way, is going to be in studio with us in the eleven o'clock hour. Uh, text in your uh, your barbecue um, questions, your tips. You want Jack, an expert barbecue, a pit master, they call him. You want uh, anything and everything for him to uh, answer your questions. Text him in at uh, 49451, and we'll take some of your phone calls also in the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, after Tony Softly will join us at the top, and we will ask him. We will be the 1500th show that will ask him today, <laughs> Terry. Yeah. What did you see at what OTAs? See? What mattered? What stood out to you at OTAs? <laughs> Who looked good throwing in air? Of a bunch of overgrown guys in shorts. Overgrown guys <laughs> in shorts and helmets. Where did your eyes go? That's always my favorite. Yeah. You're going to be out there. Where are your eyes going to go first? Right. What do you my eyes, first? you know where my eyes go first? They're the players' wives. I'm going to be honest with you. That's well, just where my if, eyes if go. If they're out there, yeah. I'm just, Other than that, I'm just like looking at the lake. Yeah, yeah the lake. <laughs> you know. 
Are they serving lunch today? <laughs> right. You know, are they going to have those great cookies? The chocolate when, when chip. When Jimmy Graham was here, I'd look to see if he's going to land his plane yeah. out there on the lake. You know? God Almighty. Not over there watching the lineman drills. Uh, how do you fix Felix's first inning problems? It's our daily poll question. Uh, pitches Larry Bernandez in the first inning. Ichiro catches his bullpen before the game. We ask Mr. Unlimited for advice. Or we have an eagle land on his shoulder in the first inning. Right now, uh, 36% say uh, have, uh, have him pitches Larry Bernandez. 28% they want the eagle. The Paxton Eagle to land on, on Felix's shoulder in the first inning. 24% say they want Mr. Unlimited to offer him advice. Of course, that being Russell Wilson's alter ego. 12% say they want Ichiro to catch his uh, bullpen session uh, before the game. So I don't know if you've heard this, but Russell Wilson uh, <laughs> revealed the other day his new alter ego. And uh, his new alter ego is Mr. Unlimited. So just in case you, Terry... So and Danger it, Russ is out? Is that done? No, no. This is his alter ego. Oh, okay. This is a guy that's, that that's still his real person. This is a, yeah, okay. dangerous. That's his real personality. Right. This is his alternate personality. <laughs> this is alter ego. Right. Now, for those who didn't hear this, uh, we'll allow Russell Wilson, our star quarterback, uh, to give you the details of Mr. Unlimited himself. Hey guys, uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring. Yes, Russell, the robot Russell, the one you guys love to know. A real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh. Everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be, and I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name, his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you gotta be unlimited. You know, you gotta have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you gotta be unlimited. Tell them I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like. Who brings you motivation, Russell? Mr. Unlimited. Who, who's your role model, Russell? Unlimited. Who's your go-to person for advice, Russell? They think Pete Carroll, they think this person, think that person. Love you, Pete, but it's Mr. Unlimited. Tell him. <laughs> That's we play. actually uncomfortable for. Of people course, that's it. why I love playing it. It's so <laughs> uncomfortable that it's like it makes it just makes your skin crawl. We played that yesterday for Cliff Averill. Cliff <laughs> like oh pass out. Cliff. Well, yeah, he almost did worse than pass out. We had to we had to kind of mute him for a little bit. Yeah, Cliff was a little. He just shook. I could. I he wasn't here in studio, but you could hear it over the phone. He was yeah. just shaking his head. Well. Apparently the players yesterday. I, I, is it okay that we talk about like this portion of the practice? I'm not sure. Um, apparently the players just mocked him endlessly yesterday after practice. Love it. They were just killing him. Love it. Beyond, and I'm going to ask Terry about this, or I'm going to ask uh, Tony about this too. Um, and this is on. Have you seen what his new thing is now after practice? What he does? Russell's? Yeah. No. Uh, see and and see. Uh, my man Tony loves this though. He likes right. the idea. So he started a new thing. Where apparently after practice, he has gotten all the quarterbacks as they're walking off the field to take off their shoes and their socks to walk barefoot off the practice field into the into the locker room. According to Russell, it is so they all remain grounded. Oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> I, I am not making wow. it up. Yeah. Tony's. I, I saw this on Tony's Twitter feed yesterday. He was talking, and he loves it though. So yeah. Tony's all for it, and uh, yeah, apparently that's their new thing. They're walking off pra- off the practice field barefoot. with no sh- barefoot, and it's 
So the quarterbacks can always remember, we've got to stay grounded. What does that even so, mean? I, grounded. I don't know. You're nothing. A, it means nothing. What do you th- I have no idea. Does it mean I'm going to run the ball more? <laughs> <laughs> I want him to go be down seven points in the fourth quarter, go into the huddle, take his shoes off, and say, guys, it's time for Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to have a mic'd up game in which he does talk to the team. Like, you're, yeah. What yeah. you're describing, like, and then, all right, here, it's Mr. Guys, Time for ball, Mr. Unlimited. Doug, get open. It's it's Mr. Unlimited time. Can you imagine? Can you see Doug stare at that? Oh, oh I, my gosh. Think, all right, so Russell yesterday uh, was at the podium. And as we're mocking Russell, I will say this quickly. And, again, this is an also uh, this show in particular uh, is also an anthem-free show, an anthem-free Friday show, too. But I will say his comments yesterday on that subject were great. Yeah. We probably They were really, really good. I, li- I love what he said about that. Uh, but he explained yesterday at the podium uh, his new alter ego, Mr. Unlimited. We've been having fun with it. It's been fun. Unlimited. No, it's not. It's just a joke. It's just being silly. Um, but uh, <laughs> me and uh, Janet, our PT, my PT, we were talking, uh, and uh, I don't know how it came up. I don't know how it came up, but it just started laughing about this idea of un- being unlimited. Just a thought process. And, and, um, and so anyways, we'll run with it. We'll run with it. We'll have some fun with it. No, no, no. We're not going to have That's fun. No, 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 no. See, <laughs> this is what I feel. I think that he started this, and he's and there is something kind of tied to it. I don't know. Whoever the first person on the text line when we played this the other day was like, is he reaching a new, like a, like a phone deal? Oh, there's some money in here. T-Mobile somewhere. or something, yeah, yeah, whoever there, it is. Some money in here like, somewhere. I feel like he's got something in the works, but now yeah. he's seen the response to this. And, oh, no, we're just we're just kidding just around. Just kidding around. Oh, it's no big deal. But it's part, you know, he's and he brought this up when he first started talking about that, where he's, you know, this is Robot Russell. He knows that's his reputation, so he's trying to do something to act like, you know, he's just a regular guy. He's just such a dork. But it's so God, weird. he's a dork. It's just so weird. Look, he is a. He's great, our dork, and we should love him. We, we do. He's a and we great do love football him. player, a truly great football player, man. But, but man, he can be he can be different sometimes. All right, well, uh, Tony Softly, our NFL executive. Uh, will join us next after Neil Scott has an award-winning update, and you're not going to want to go anywhere. He has breaking news, beyond breaking news, coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to ask then, Tony, softly, what in the hell it means that Russell Wilson and those quarterbacks all walk off the football field together now with no uh, shoes and socks because, according to Russell, it helps the group keep themselves grounded.